to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So subscribe, comment, share, like. Oh, also, you can follow the Joseph McGuire on Twitter at Podcaster Joe or Clovercrest Media as well. Clovercrest, he is the president. He's the guy. He's the one that runs everything. He's like the Buffalo Bills because nobody circles the man like the Joseph McGuire. Right, Joe? Oh, I like that's a great intro. That might like be the that best one, one yeah, I've that, ever gotten. That's great. That's great. <laughs> now, see, Ted, you should be happy. You just came off of a beautiful day of Yankee Stadium, going back to Yankee Stadium since the pandemic. It, it was a beautiful day, unbelievable seats. They didn't get the win. We'll talk about the New York Yankees because they've been playing some good ball. Glenbert Torres was one of the most Heads up plays that I've seen in recent memory yesterday. That was freaking unbelievable. I was talking to dad live when that happened, and I couldn't believe it. I had to see the replay. Awesome heads up. So that's good to see that Glaber is getting back to maybe being Glaber. Hey, 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 I'm not trying to throw the show off, but I was just, you know, I clicked the Yankee thing on ESPN. You guys probably already know this. You said, you see this? Gio show will get an MRI on his knee discomfort per Aaron Aaron Boone. Said he wasn't sure whether show hurt his knee on the dive or when he. Well, did you see? That's also the reason why, if you know, that Induhar is getting called up. I I was not aware of that. I wanted to bring it up early just in case. Did you know that then Induhar was getting called up? I was aware. Okay. So maybe that's the reason why Gio is getting. Okay. Well, that and and um uh uh Odor also uh yeah. is banged up, so yeah, they were definitely gonna they were already gonna need infield depth. Obviously, this just um what a shame too because um Urshel has actually been been heating up a little bit. He's uh, looked a little better over the yeah. last couple of games. So, well, that's why eventually, like we were talking before before the show, if I know he's not coming back, I don't think anytime soon, right? But Luke Voigt, I don't know how close he is, but if you get Luke next Voigt, week. Now, no, I thought they said June he'd be um well he's gonna Next start week. he'll be coming no, no, no. or is he practicing like right this morning. No, dude, he's uh, gone two for three each of the last two nights. He's gonna stay at Scranton through the weekend. He should be up Monday or Tuesday. All right, beautiful. hit a home so run that'll yesterday. Help, so that'll help that'll help put him at first base and then it gives DJ a little more flexibility to use and put him at second or third. So it gives us that, you know advantage listen right now it's great to see them play some good baseball unfortunately they didn't get the win yesterday you know like you said trev i took some videos the crowd was loud they gave it to altuve yesterday altuve was the was the man that they really gave it to i can see more and then bragman not so much Correa. i was surprised Correa has been like the big like a-hole of this whole thing kind of just showing his true colors and stuff but I, we were going to start off with something but since we're talking about the yankees let's just go right into the yankees and dig right into it because they've been playing well and we talked about it briefly a little uh, a couple days ago about the yanks and their recent success and i showed a stat about john carlos stanton joe we've been talking about john carlos stanton for since he's been a yankee and you came in when we had the baseball preview show that a dark horse was John Carlo to win MVP. Well, he's playing like an MVP candidate right now. The Yankees are playing well as a team overall. Tough loss yesterday, trying to go for the sweep would have been nice to get that sweep. Would have been a what it would have been a six game winning streak because I know they swept the Tigers and then they would have or was yeah it, five they had five in a row correct okay so 
How should the Yanks feel after the real rough start, slow start, I should say, with this recent play, Ted, how, what did you see yesterday? I'll ask you because you were at the game. And what did you see from this year? I should say, but was he actually at the game is the question, Ted. But when you saw them, how did you, what did you, what was your take? And I know Cole was on the mound too yesterday. So you had to be feeling good about it. So it's, you know, it's been a while since we've been to a sporting event. First sporting event I've been since uh, Daniel Jones's game in Tampa. When Dan, uh, Tampa and Daniel Jones, and they won that game when, we were, when he got the start. First hey, game Tommy Delacamera said, happy birthday, Terry. He meant Teddy. He knows. He meant the mixed call. But that, that's tomorrow. But thanks, my boy. Tommy, we'll be at Randall's at noon tomorrow. So if you want to come down, we'll be starting there at noon. You got to um, get Joe on the you know, I'll tell you, it was a beautiful day. We had great seats. I mean, right there. I'll tell you, Judge is huge. Joe, I mean, you're up, you're sitting on first row right there, lower deck. He's still huge, bro. I just look at the uniform, man. It looks so crisp, and like it almost like, like it was made for him. I mean, he is he is a gargantuous human being. I mean, well, he better enjoy it because his time may be coming to an end sooner or later. I mean, you could, I mean, you could see the muscles. I mean, the guys. I mean, even from the outfield, Cole, bang. I mean, the ball just snaps. Mm-hmm. I mean, at home plate. And just seeing it live, it's a whole different perspective. I mean, it really is a whole different perspective than seeing it on TV. You really appreciate, um, I mean, the home runs too. I mean, I mean, bam, out of the stadium, even for both teams. I mean, go on. I mean, I was like, there's no way. If that ball was hit to me, there's no way I'd catch that. I'd break my hand. That ball still traveling. Stan's home run. I think it was still traveling like 100 miles an hour when it, when it left the stadium. I mean, it's unbelievable how big and strong these guys are. Unfortunately, we didn't get the win yesterday. thought they played well. I'll tell you, though, when you watch them from TV, you can watch the game. Like, Joe, you know how you were saying you were watching the game? You can't really watch the game because you have the Cox Network or whatever, so you watch it through the GameCast. And you know when you watch on TV, you watch the whole game. You know, like you take it and you watch it a little bit. Where, like, when you're at the field, you it's different. You don't, I don't see as much. Because even when the Glaber play happened, Trev, it just kind of caught me off guard. Like, oh, let's go! We're screaming. It just—that's—that's that's unbelievable awareness on his part that 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 happened. That was incredible. Go figure. That was, that. So I mean, uh, what do I say? They didn't get the win. I thought they played well. I believe what well, Green Green was the one that gave up the two run shot. At the, right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just trying to remember. You was know, it, it was, was it, it a little blurry, Joe, at the end? But yeah, I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> but I mean, now, was it the bullpen that blew the game? Because I know the Yankees were winning. Was it the bull? Because I didn't get to see much. I didn't get to see the game. I got to see some highlights, but I know they were up what three, two, or one point. And now, was it the bullpen that came in and blew and blew the lead for Cole, or was it Cole that gave up? I don't know if. Do you remember Ted, or was it? Joe? I believe Cole gave up uh, the tying run. Yes, and the then came out of the game. Greeny gave up the go-ahead. Yeah, okay. gave up the two-run shot. I mean, Altuve got the home run. You know, hey, listen, good for him, whatever. It's just it's, it's, here's another thing though. I, I showed you, I showed you guys before the pitcher. He is so small, dude. Like small. And he's I still, five, what is he? Five six? Yeah. So he's shorter than both of us. Shorter it's, than all. It's, of us. it's still amazing though for him to do what he does on the baseball field, cheating or non-cheating, still to be able to hit the ball three four hundred feet and and. Play as you, well. Hold on, listen to this. Can you believe this? He bashes Gary Sanchez. He bashes Aaron Judge. He gives credit to El- Jose Altuve. A true oh, yeah. What are you been hanging out with Steve Risser? Holy smokes! <laughs> no, I was just saying how small he is to be able to generate that amount of power. You know, I, well, hey, well, anybody, well, by the way, anybody hear what Alex Cora said? 
now um, about what happened this weekend. He said, I gotta I I gotta say, I got a lot of respect for Alex Cora. He was like it, it, they did exactly what I would have expected they would do, and they have every right to do it. We did something wrong. Like Dusty said, there's, what, four or five guys there now? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hey, that expected. He said, when I go to Houston or when we go to New York, I can't imagine full capacity. We're going to hear it, and we deserve it. And then he defended Beltron as, you know, the guy that got most severely punished and was the only – was a player at the time uh, and, and, and mentioned what a – unfortunate uh, circumstance it had on, on Beltron's career. But as far as um, the reaction from the fans, he says it's, it's well-earned it's deserved. And he expects to get it on his end when he comes to New York. So interesting Jason. statements. I thought I'm back. Yeah, I had to very much right. We are, we playing disco. Am I going to go on the top? No, I, had to, I had to close the door for quick. I didn't mean to, I, I thought I had the door closed. By the way, speaking of Giancarlo Stanton, the Yanks are eight and four during the 12 game hitting streak. He's got a 481 batting average with six home runs. I mean, I just do want to point out to people because I've been watching game cast and all you see is where the pitches come in, in the strike zone. I can tell you for a fact that yesterday Aaron Judge did not see one single fastball. Everything he got was a changeup, a sinker, a, or some sort of breaking pitch. It's great that Stanton's hitting in front of Judge, and you could see he's really taking advantage of that. But with with the guys hitting behind Judge now, not really producing, it's it's. I mean, there's no reason to throw fastballs to him, and he's really struggling with that right now. Now, Joe, we talked about it the other day on Wednesday. What's the reason for the Yankees' success recently? And I had to bring it up, but the stats don't lie. Is it because of John Carlos Stan? Is he the key for the Yankees to be what we expect the Yankees to be, which is great offensively, which is dominant offensively, and which is a championship contender offensively? Is the, is he the key? Because I know we've been talking about it for years. Oh, Aaron Judge, he's the key. The LeMahieu, is he the key? Glaber, is he the key? Even Gary we've brought up. But is it really Giancarlo Stanton who is the key that gets the engine going for the New York Yankees offensively and as a team? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I've always felt this way. The reason the Yankees went out and got a guy who is making the amount of money he's making was they expected this. And I said it all the time, this is a guy that can carry this team for weeks on end if you need him to. In the postseason is a Yankee, eight home runs, 16 RBI, uh, a, a, a 1035 OPS. And what's the um, record when he plays? That's the big thing. They have a great – I think that their win rate is very, very successful. I remember when in the ALCS 2019, they every time he played, they won. He's been correct. a huge factor to all of their success. It's And we get so frustrated at him at times because we know how talented he is. At one point when he came to the Yankees, we were thinking, we got a top five player on our team again now. With Judge's, with Judge's huge season he had in his rookie year, we're thinking, oh, my God, we have two top five players on our team now right off the bat. Now you see Stanton. This is what gets me frustrated because there's there's weeks like this that he can just go on an absolute tear, and then there's weeks that he just goes absolute MIA. So is it the inconsistency, or is this going to be the consistent Giancarlo Stanton, the Florida Marlins, I should say, Miami Marlins, Giancarlo Stanton, that we're hoping to see MVP Giancarlo Stanton? Is that where we're going to get this year? You know, I, I would argue this, and Ted, tell me if you think I'm wrong here, but 
it, it seems more to me when he's healthy and on the field, he's very productive. Uh-huh. The bigger problem has been him being on the field. Literally, that's been it. But when the guy's in there, he hits, he produces, obviously, especially in the postseason. But we know what he can do. So, yeah, this 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 is to be expected when he's healthy. Well, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I think, listen, you look at the playoffs last year, right? I mean, he was the guy that was carrying the Yankees. And, and that's against Tampa. And he was like the only one that was sitting. And listen, we know baseball players are going through slumps. Even the greatest hitters of all time goes through slump. But you don't extend that slump. You know, maybe it's three to five days, but it doesn't become a two. You don't go over, you know, 28. You know, maybe you're one for 10, but, you know, then you bust out of it. It is nice to see him finally, you know, I was just looking at his number. He's bad. 312, nine home runs, 23 RBIs, or some 21, 23 RBIs. There's some more advanced stats for John Carlos Day on where he ranks. Yeah, but I, mean, listen, I Joe, I was I don't know if you saw the thing Trevor posted the other day, Tuesday, when he's batting in the two hole, also his home run rate per at bats is the high or the how should I say the lowest, but it's number one, meaning it was like every twelve at bats, uh Stan hits a home run when he's batting second or judge was second and trout was third when they bat second in the lineup. So maybe Stan's a better suited player at number two. Maybe Judge the number three guy. He's got to get it going soon. And like you said, if Luke Voigt comes back, now you put him at four with Glaver five and Geo six. Now listen, maybe Judge will get better pitches, but he's got to produce. He's got to produce. I'll put it this way. We're talking about my coworker today, and we were talking about, yeah, why would you bench Stan last Saturday, even though you got the Monday when he's hot? I'd rather bench him once a week and him play 140 games than him try to play five days a week and miss two months of baseball. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather mm-hmm. him miss a game a week than have to worry about the stat I was talking about was I was on ESPN thing. It was about the home run rate. It was on yes. But Joe, do you agree with that? That taking these guys and now we have to understand it's not going to change, but sitting a guy once a week to have judge and stand in the lineup for 140 games is better than trying to have them play every game and miss 50 games. 100, yeah. I'm going to accept 140 games, 130 to 140 games of stand and judge. I could take I that. think if you look at the model of the NBA right now, where you're resting on Harden, I mean, again, I, I don't follow the NBA a ton, as you guys know, but the Knicks aren't sucking, so I'm paying a little bit of attention. But I, I know Harden's been getting rests and that they've been doing that in the NBA. And I know it frustrates some people. The argument, the worst argument I've heard, though, is, you know, people are paying money to see the stars. I don't care. I don't, I'm not here to make you happy, right? I mean, I'm sure every game you go to, you want Garrett Cole to pitch. Well, guess what? You're getting Jordan Montgomery. Oh, Nick Nelson's going to be the opener tonight. You get what you get. You know, the the long-term, here, here's the other thing I've been, like like yesterday I got into it with an idiot uh, in a Yankee in a Yankee group. Not even a person, he's an idiot. Who's, who's decided after seven at bats on May seventh, <laughs> that Aaron Judge doesn't get an extension because he's a bum. Really, seven at bats on May seventh. I mean, between May sixth and May seventh, those seven at bats. This guy said, "I've done all the research on Judge from 2017 to right now. He's not worth an extension." Really, you were looking at the 2017 numbers and you thought no extension for that guy? I don't believe you. Look. <laughs> Aaron Judge is going to strike out in bunches. He's going to strike out about 185 times. He got seven. He got seven of them out of the way the last two days. Okay, that's seven less you'll see at some other point in the season. 
He's adjusting the hitting behind Stanton. He's not seeing the same pitch as he was until Voigt gets back in there or or Glaber or somebody hits. Somebody's got to start hitting in the five spot. Well, should that be more? And it can't be Hicks batting a buck 50. They got to get somebody in there to protect that lineup. Joe, is that more of a concern that, like, when we get good Stanton, we get bad judge, and then when we get good judge, we get bad Stanton? Like, there's never – we can never put it together. I I can't yes. remember – honestly, Joe, since they've been together, I can't this think is of the a most, This is the – they've played more together this year than they have that's what I'm saying. The years combined, yes. Together, the only time they're together and they're doing something the same is when they're on the I.L., that's the only time that they're, yeah, not, they're the same. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's so frustrating because we know how talented both they, both players are hitting and even fielding. They're both good. Judge is a great fielder. Stan, when he plays field, is not the greatest, but he does his part. And it gets, it gets Can frustrating. Can I tell you something fans. about that, by the way? Miss Nomer, you know, Giancarlo Stanton actually does a, a pretty good job range-wise to getting the balls. And on balls that shouldn't be caught that get hit the left fielders, he actually has a, a, a rather high percentage. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is just because he hasn't been out in the outfield as much. Well, but his, right his actual fielder. numbers, his, his numbers are actually really good. Well, he was a right fielder. I mean, he was a right fielder. He wasn't an awful right fielder for the Miami Marlins. It, was, it wasn't a gold glove right fielder. He's not the same as Judge, but he's got a cannon too. If he was playing right field, he didn't have no weak, weak arm. So, call myself. So, Ted, you got something blue on you? What happened? You got, you yeah, got some paint? I put some toothpaste there. Why? What are you breaking out there? Yeah, I broke it out. So, I put a little toothpaste before I go out to dry it out. It's all thing. The Colgate and the Crest with the Benzaclean in there, it dries it out. That is, that, that is true. You should put toothpaste on. You can put toothpaste on your. <laughs> I love this. We're all a little sports, a little sports commentary, some skincare advice. And some dental. And some dental use. I love it. We got, oh, we do, listen, I got to take care of this fine treasure of a body here over here. So. <laughs> I don't know if I told you, but I was working the other night and some older lady said, the Lord has praised you with looks or has blessed you with looks. And I said, thank you. I'm getting I'm not, a lot of- I, I won't, I won't say nothing, but I, the girls love my eyelashes. They have, they have long eyelashes. Bro, I had my mom come up to me one time at a store and tell me I had, she said, I have the eyes of Christ. No way. Yes. You have the eyes of Christ. And I was like, what do you mean by that? She was like, you know, the picture of, yeah, I know even more now with all this dude, but yeah, she was like, you know that, you know that picture where his eyes are all. (laughs) Joe, go to the side. Let's see that hair. Let's see that. Look at that God. I got Jesus's hair too. Yeah. Remember you know. when Joe? Remember when Joe had like the the bald look, like no facial hair, and he had the short, short hair. Now look at him. Yeah, that was a, a year ago. That was a year ago. Now he came in the studio, and we were like, "Don't ever do that again." <laughs> my Joe, wife like, hated it. it, dude. My wife won't let me cut it now. She loves this. People like yeah. the long hair. People like the, the women like long hair. They like they could play. They go through it. It's like it's like feeling. Jesus, I guess, right? I got my blue eyes working. I got, yeah, that's all. That's all it comes down to. But that's what happens so when, you, when you're my eyes weren't open much yesterday. Lost, you gotta, you can't be the odd man out. You gotta be like, I gotta have some sort of facial. I gotta have some sort of hair to show. I can't be looking like a naked mole rat. And you so Joe looks good now. He's got the full look. So starting July first, they go full capacity at Yankee Stadium. 
Well, I heard also, what, did you hear about what the whole co- Florida down here, I guess, starting July 1st, DeSantis, um, I know we're, I can't believe I'm bringing up a politic thing in this, but I guess masks are not going to have to be required down in Florida. So maybe things are getting back to normalcy. I can only Yep. Huh? What were you going to say, down, Dan? I'll be down there in two weeks. Yeah, and no, I won't be able to see you. So it's all right. It's okay. By the way, just to give you an idea of what Giancarlo Stanton's 12-game hitting streak, where he's had 25 hits Mm -hmm. and six home runs, it's only been done a few times in Yankee history. The guys that have done it are Babe Ruth. Pretty good player. Lou Gehrig twice. Mm -hmm. Joe DiMaggio once. Don Mattingly once. And now Giancarlo Stanton. Is Willie Mays in there? <laughs> no, this is only good players. Well, Gary Sanchez. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Yankees only list. Smart guy. I, thought, I thought Gary Sanchez would be in there. I was sure of it. Maybe hey, not for nothing. You know, no, again, that's September, though. That's September when he was a rookie. Look at that final 30 games. Oh, I know. It was unbelievable. That's what Joe's still thinking he's going to do now. Joe's still living in 2017. Well, he it came was... up as a rookie, and he has fallen so far off. Think about this, right? He came up, crushed it as a hitter, was awful defensively. He's like the seesaw. He's awful now as a hitter, and he's actually – I mean, people think I'm still crazy, but he's actually pretty decent defensively. Now, people are like, what games are you watching? And then Joe would be like, well, here's the stats that prove that he's actually – His last couple of starts, he's actually done a really good job catching, and the Yankees haven't given up a bunch of – I mean, he's wait, he's wait. played pretty well in these last 12 games where they – last, last year? I thought he played last year. It's like he's not he's like non-existent. No, he, oh, listen, I watched Shake the other night. Drop a couple balls. I'm very like, hated on this on this trio. Bro, Higgy Higgy's down to two thirty-four. I, so, I promise you, when when Higashioka gets to two hundred, people are gonna be like, "Get this bomb out of here and bring the Kraken back in." So this That's is what they're gonna say because people are stupid. It's perfect. You got Joe right here. He's the Gary lover. You got Ted's who Ted's in the middle. He's like he likes Gary, but he can't stand Gary. And then I'm like I'm far to the right. I'm like I can't stand Gary. Get him out of here. It's, it's perfect. It works perfectly. This trio right here for the Gary. We got it covered. We got it covered. Let me take. We're gonna take a quick promo break, a short break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about something that Kendrick Perkins actually stirred up on Get Up this past week. Is it harder to win a title? He said in the NBA over the NFL, we're actually going to go of all the four major sports, NBA, NHL, MLB, or NFL, which is the hardest to win a title in. But we will be right back. Rocky Hill Accountants offers a unique, low-pressure approach to professional and personal services, which is why they have an excellent client retention rate and are extremely proud of the high-quality services that their firm provides. The executive team at Rocky Hill Accountants has over 35 years of combined experience in income tax preparation, bookkeeping, accounting, and IT crypto tax. They specialize in individual income tax preparation, as well as trusts, estates, and gift tax returns. The tax deadline for individuals is May 17th. If you're one of the 50 million Americans who still hasn't filed, visit RockyHillAccountants.com. Lighten the fire. Joe's lighting the fire with that. But yes, get your taxes done. You got 10 days. Better get that stuff taken care of, people. What are you waiting for? I don't know what well, people are waiting. People wait for the last minute. And also, 
everybody's really for what i've noticed down here people are a lot into stocks so all this crypto bitcoin all that stuff it's I crazy dogecoin dog coin, bro I, mean, I need i need somebody to help me get into that because i i, I want to make some extra money that'd be nice I so need i need somebody because i don't know anything about that stuff and i'm not just going to put something that i have zero knowledge about well, put it in Dodgecoin because they said if you invested a thousand dollars last year, you would have made a hundred. Yeah, isn't, isn't it too late about? Isn't it too late now to? Oh, you can still buy it. Yeah, but it's yeah. not going to mean anything it's not, now. It's not, it's not what it was a year. year. Yeah, yeah, it was less than half a penny. Now it's like five cents. Still, it's not going to mean anything now when people are already all on it. And it's you can still buy it. One of the rappers just bought a hundred thousand dollars worth of it. Dallas Mavericks, uh, Cuban just got involved, and he now they're accepting. Oh, well, yeah. Compare me to Mark Cuban and a rapper, guys that make millions and billions of dollars. Where I'm hey, sitting here, just this guy crazy. just spent a hundred thousand dollars on it, loser. What are you doing, Trev? <laughs> yeah, Trev I, you invested like in ten bucks, <laughs> Trev. You invested what you can lose. Even our cousin Kara did like two weeks ago. She made like five hundred dollars over one night. It's the way. It's the way to go. It's the way the world is working. Well, I guess the Mavs are going to accept it as a payment too. You can use it as payment. Good for them. Well, speaking of the NBA, I'm glad you brought up the Mavs. No, we're go we're going to talk NBA. I promise we will get into NBA playoffs coming very soon. We'll make our MVP predictions, but we will talk NBA. I promise you that. I know we haven't talked a lot of basketball this year, but we will get into it. So the reason why I'm bringing up basketball is because Ted's one of Ted's favorite people on sports TV is Kendrick Perkins, right, Ted? Mr. Kendrick Perkins. Ted loves Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> so he came on this week of Get Up like and kind of stirred the frenzy, stirred the pot, as he said that winning a title in the NBA is winning is harder than winning a title in the NFL. Yeah, he would know that because he played in all those games. So we're, we're going to take it one step farther because, well, we like to try to cover all these sports. So which title is harder to win? Is it in the NBA? Is it in the NFL? Is it in the MLB? Or is it in the NHL? I'm going to start with Ted. Ted, if you had to pick, what do you think is the hardest league to win a title in? NHL. It's not even close. They're, they're seven-game series from round one to round seven. I meant to the Stanley Cup. Four rounds wow. of seven games. Brutal, brutal games all. I mean, you ever watch a hockey playoff game? It's the most intense thing you could say. Football, you guys do is Football is one game, okay? And basketball, when's the last time an eight-seed won an NBA Finals? Nothing. Best teams always win. Usually coast for the first two rounds. I mean, do you remember the Lakers? They were 12-1 and before they entered the NBA Finals with Kobe and Shaq in 2001. Jordan they were undefeated yeah. going into the first game to AI. Yeah. Yes. So either way, NBA is easy. Okay. The best teams always win because they have the best players. The eight seed gets knocked out, usually swept, or maybe they win one game. So it's three, one, boom. You don't even have to play seven games no more. They made it easy. They made it five. So mm -hmm. next round, then the second round, usually you're much better than the second round team. Boom. You win that. And then usually you have one competitive series in conference finals. And then the best team wins What's so hard about basketball? You got to shoot a basketball and run up and down the court. R really grueling. Sorry. Uh, do you get smashed against the boards? Do you have to skate? I mean, and here's the other thing. In hockey, a hot goalie can can carry you. You know what I mean? And and, and, and you've seen eight seeds win Stanley Cups. You've seen, mm -hmm. It's much more grueling, a hockey. I mean, think about it. You've seen overtime, five overtime hockey games. That's a lot more. 20-man periods. Just total. I, mean, I think hockey is the hardest one. And the second would be baseball. 
Joe, let me. How about we'll get over I, to you? I would almost say he just made the case against hockey that it's almost easier to win a championship in hockey from the standpoint, Teddy, of if you're anybody, that I can barely make the playoffs as an eight seed, get a hot goalie, win a couple of series, and I'm the I'm the Stanley Cup champion. But it almost doesn't. That's what makes sure, it hard. I, 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 but, but I think it makes it easier. I think you legit. I mean, what do twelve teams make the postseason? What in uh, basketball? Twelve in each conference. Am I right? Is that what it is? No, that, was, that, was, that was last year. That was last year. So it's only eight. It's, it's yeah. Eight all right. So years. so so but but sixteen teams make the postseason in the NHL. Just yeah. like the so, NBA. Again, but I'm right. And again, I'm and they play similar amounts of games. So I would say just based on just the race to get there. You have a medium amount of leeway. For me, football, it's you have no room for error. If you get off to an 0-5 start, right, and, and you get hot late, you still might miss the postseason. There's just not enough games. But here's the In thing. Baseball, you're baseball, you're sure, but baseball's an absolute marathon. You have to st- six months of regular season, let alone the playoffs. Was this a can I, I did not see it. Was this just when you get in the playoffs what's harder, or is it the culmination from beginning to end? Because I can understand Joe's point. But again, games. so so Teddy, right? I'm saying from from the standpoint of of the NFL, that is that harder because there's beginning a year to end of the year. I less teams get season. in, less teams get in. Yeah. Again, one could argue that you know the wild cards really rarely even stand a chance. Well, Giants in the NFL. Giants, well, yeah, but how, yeah, but how rare is it? Also, it's a handful of teams that have done anything with the wild card. Let's. Well, they I mean, they added, no, they just added another team. Remember, they added the seventeen. Yeah, also, which is which is great, but still, you're you're just adding one more layer to try to make it more difficult. Hey, so you're what? trying to even make it harder at this point. Yo, guess who won the Super Bowl this year? Wild card, Tampa was a wild card team too. Again, I, it's, I, it's, I'm not it's not to say I to me. I, I think that's the beauty of football. Again, is that you know you do have a wild card. So if you get off to a crappy start, and let's Tampa kind of did. They didn't get off to a great start. They got hot late. You can do that. You can do that in some sports. I think it's harder to do it in others. I would say I would say the NFL too, because you also got to take into consideration, especially when you get to the playoffs. It's only one game. You have one bad game. Your season's over. You could be the best team in the league all year. You said you have hockey seven game series. I love right? that though. I, do I, love, that. I, would say that's I would say I love that, and I and I I would say the what's harder postseason grind of hockey is definitely the hardest. What, think about this, Jeff. What's harder to do? A one hundred meter dash or a twelve hundred meter run, a marathon run. The guys are in the. What's harder? I can run 100 yards all day long. You want me to run 10 times around the track, I'm going to say, find someone else who's got better legs. <laughs> no, I, got I would say, look, the other thing with hockey was there was a time where it was the Devils or the Red Wings that seemed to win it every year. In the 90s, from like, yeah. Yeah, Colorado. I mean, and, and so, you know, and again, look at, the, look at the NBA. I mean, right? It's pretty much been the same two or three teams the last 10 years. That's So, again, I, you, I mean, I want to factor those things in. I want to put that, it to also the factor in. With there's the a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams in the NBA that when the season started, I mean, you might as well have not even played. You might as well be like, yeah, COVID, we're so the reason, waste our the time. Reason why I would not say NBA. I would put the NBA probably last because simply, let's take this in consideration. 
Two years ago, the Los Angeles Lakers signed LeBron James. They didn't make the playoffs. The next year, the Lakers made a huge trade. They traded all their assets, all their young pieces, to a team called the New Orleans Pelicans for one guy. What did the Los Angeles Lakers do last year? It takes only about two. You need two superstars to compete for a championship and hell, even win a championship. It's very simple in the NBA. Also, I would say the NFL, why it's tough. And Joe, you hit it earlier. You only got 16 games. You start off the season 0-4, 0-5. I mean, hell, the Miami Dolphins last year were 10-6 and and didn't make the playoffs. You had six teams that were 10-6 and or 9-6 and going into the final week or 10-5 or and going into the final week of the NFL season to make the playoffs. And four of those teams didn't go to the playoffs I, as Indian teams. It's crazy to think that. Like the like the MLB, I know we went a, a, we went losing our minds. Oh, the Yankees are struggling. The Yankees are terrible. But we also got to take into consideration there's 162 games. You could start was, off I bad. Looking at the whole season. I'm you could, hold on, hold on. Um, you could start off bad. That you can also like teams like the uh, Mariners last year or two years ago when they started like 13 and two and everybody's like, wait, what the hell is going on? How do they finish? They finished 70 and like 90 or 100 losses. In baseball. It's not that hard because you've got that longevity of the schedule. I would say football, just because you have 16 games, you yeah. can lose a player, a major player to a huge injury. And you can still be successful and still miss out on the playoffs. Whereas I mean, the NBA, I mean, here's football is tough, but then I, and I'm being serious. Listen, you know, football is my number one sport. I'd argue with anyone. No, of course. One of the toughest games, but I look at the grueling hockey games, man. I look at those guys, man. Uh, you watch one of those hockey playoff games, you're like, that's only one game. They still got seven more. You know what I mean? It's unbelievable. But does that make uh, it easier? I don't no, ask how does it make it easier? It makes it harder. Every game. No, but because of the sense that. Hold on. I'll ask both of you. This will be my, my argument. If you don't agree, then you win your argument. What's harder for you guys, to win one game or, or four out of seven? Win one game. That's because easier. if you have a one bad game, game you win one. Yes, yes. Because if you look, you have a bad game. You want that one bad game is bad. Guess yeah. what? You, I'm answering your question. Hold on. One bad game, your asses are going home. You okay. could have a bad game. You can have a bad game in the NHL. You can have a bad game in the MLB. I would. Or yeah. In the NBA. Guess what? I would you argue. Still have, you still have five other games to go. I would argue in a seven-game series that. 90% of the time, the better team wins the series. The better all-around team is going to win the series. It is really hard to upset somebody in a seven-game series. It is tough. Okay? It is, yeah. It's tough. It's a hard thing to do. So, That's generally speaking, always you're right, and they usually win it, you know, 4-0, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's quick, and it's in it, or 4-1. It's generally a pounding. Uh, to me, again, I, I think when it comes to hockey – I feel like there's a lot more closer series where you're, you're, you win one, you, you give one back, you win two, you drop two. I, listen, I just think I'm using the Ranger reference when they were went to the Worlds, they went to the Stanley Cup, lost to the Kings, and then the next year, Trevor, remember we lost. And thinking, remember the, every round they went seven games. First round they went seven games, they won game seven. Second round to go yeah, seven. Yeah, games. They, went to the they had to play and they- 21 games, Joe, just to get to the finals i know it's where, where yeah, but is that a good team then the rangers were the number one seed in the in the nhl that year they were the they were the they had the most points they had yeah, the no most I, I'm, I'm not saying that but i mean how good were they that they had to battle all these lower because, seeds seven no, games? Well, i mean 
Washington well, Capitals. Well, the thing was, they were, playing, they were playing division. They were playing Pittsburgh. They, they were, were playing Washington. The round. No, 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 no. I get it. I understand. I'm just saying. Battles. Again, I think if you're if. You, Here's my thing. Here's it's my it's thing. hard to make the argument whether it's 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 is it harder to go grueling seven game series or is it is it harder to just whoop on teams sweep 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 all the way through and make well, it look the easy. argument with baseball. What's harder, 162 games in baseball or just 16 football games where you play once a week, right? The grueling of every day, every day, travel, travel, travel. Or well, I'll play one game, three hours, and I go rest and I practice during. You know what I mean? It's Listen, either way, they're all hard. No, of course. But I, also, but I also think this, too. If the Giants had to go win those championships and play more than one football game, they don't win this. They don't win those. That's what I'm trying to say. How many times do they beat those Patriot teams out of five times? Probably maybe once or twice. Once. Maybe once or twice. So especially you the little, little, no. No. So you could be the little Giants. I'm just hypothetically saying it. Right. Just hypothetically so, saying it. Ten times. But it all t- like Trev, you versus me in, in the sports or anything. You could beat me maybe one time, but I mean, hey, listen, that's why I give you. Are you, you sure about that? Are you sure about that? I know Dare I can to, beat you. Dare I to dream. Beat you, I could. I could beat you, bro. I'm a better shooter than you. I could beat you in basketball, just like the last time I used to beat you in basketball. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Is that I think that's, I think that sun's getting to him, Joe. Let's catch him. <laughs> Did I nice right? <laughs> yeah, looks like the sun hasn't hit either one of you boys. <laughs> I don't know what's whiter, Ted's shirt or uh, Joe's face. <laughs> Joe, he's throwing jabs. He's throwing jabs. Oh, yeah, like, oh, it's no. all good. It's, it's all good. good. It's all good. I'll just kick them all. No, but that's all I'm trying to say is that, like, the, uh, the no, I'm talking about Joe. He could just kick me out. He's the president. Remember, he's the guy that circles the van. No other like Joseph Aguirre. Right, That's what I'm trying it. to say is that, like, last year, if the Yankees had the Yankees had a bad game in the playoffs against the Rays, guess what? Oh, well, there's still tomorrow. That's what happens. If a team, say, like, the, the Buccaneers had one bad game in the playoffs, guess what? They were going home. That's what it comes down to. Like well, other league, that's why the seven game series, even like in March Madness, I think that's why people get mad about March Madness because it's one game and say one of that's why you get a lot of upsets. Oh, well, we don't want to see the upsets. Some people like it. Some people don't. But it's just that one game. And I like to see it's one game. I know that they one team might not have their A game that day. But I'd rather see the one game than the seven games. That's how I feel. And I think that seeing that in the NFL, because it's 60 minutes, blood fest. It's a bloodbath. It's a grind for 60 straight minutes nonstop. And one team goes home. One team is advancing. Huh? Oh, I would, I'll end my statement on this. For me personally, I'd rather only have to give all my effort for one game than have to go back out and fight, put face you five more times. I only want to fight you once. That's it. I don't want to go seven rounds. I'm well, good. One round, let me, let me all, all, for all the money. You know what I mean? Like, if we're going to box, we're going one round, three rounds, and I'm going to throw everything. I'm not going to go 12 rounds. I'm going one round, and that's it. Ted, let me ask you, how would you rank them? I, I think hockey's still number one. Now, if we're only doing playoffs. If no, do top, do top four. If you had to rank hardest, top four at least hardest. Quickly, and then I'll give it to Joe. NHL, and NFL, M- MLB, NBA fourth. Joseph? I thought this was going to be a lot easier, honestly. And I thought I would definitively in my head know what I think. And I'll be honest, I don't. I, I still think baseball's the hardest. But Teddy's made a really good case to me for hockey being second. I'll say NFL because of less games third. And I think the um, 
the easiest if you if you're willing to go out and and pay two superstars to be in your team is the NBA. I would go NFL, NHL, MLB, NBA. That's what. Oh, it comes good. From. Yeah, yeah. The, the NHL is just because of the back and forth grind of skating. Right, because then, you got LeBron James. You're probably going to the finals one way or another. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Like the, the NBA is easy. You can have Teddy. You convinced me, dude. You got but me for sure. Here's the thing. You can have Mike Trout and you still might not make the playoffs. So the best player doesn't mean anything in baseball. In hockey, it doesn't mean anything either. It doesn't mean the best player because how many, Ovechkin was the best player. He could never get to a finals, to a Stanley Cup finals. Remember, he finally won one, but that was the big narrative. Could never get to the big one. And then he finally won one a couple of years ago. And then with you know football, here's my thing, Trev. You didn't know. Who was going to the um, Super Bowl last year? You didn't know it was going to be the Chiefs in Tampa Bay. I know you did. Like, you knew who already was going to win. You didn't even need the game to play. Oh, yeah, just like I knew who was going to the NBA. Fi- just like I knew who was going to the NBA finals. If I told you to pick hockey, who's going, like, right now, when they make the playoffs, who's going to the finals? You have no idea. Because the Capitals are really good. Tampa Bay's awesome. And the, but Bay- that's the thing. Like, there's always upsets. There's always upsets but in hockey. Where, like, the NFL... The NFL, the NBA, even the MLB, you really don't get it. You don't get the upsets like that, where the NHL, you get that a lot. I don't know if there's upsets. They're all good teams. No, I, I, what, I know, hold man. on. What, the, the 2003 Marlins. Has there been another surprise baseball team since 2003? The Royals. The Royals. I, I, I would disagree. That was that was that was that was good fundamental baseball. That that was a bunch of guys having career years at the bat. And that was, a, that was an a outstanding, outstanding bullpen. Sure, in 2015, but I, I would argue that the the low budget Marlins of 03 was the last legit surprise baseball team to even make the postseason, let alone win it. Yeah, they should never even won because we know what happened. That was the Cup Series. Damn, Bartman could have got Yankees Cubs that year. Whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is. But that is the end of today's show. I guess we'll be back next week. We can think about this maybe as another topic down the road, but what's been worse? And we can do like what from each thing, what's been harder? So the Indians are the longest reigning team that hasn't won a championship. You got the Bills who were at four Super Bowls in a row and didn't win it. You know what I mean? Like think about like some of the teams, like what's What's the narrative with these, like, with the team? Like, who's going to win the next one? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What's more likely that's going to happen? The Bills will win a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Something like that. The Indians will win a World Series. I'm all What's for open air. I'm all for open airs, guys. I'm a very friendly, friendly guy. So I'm, I'm all open airs. Okay. Real quick, one last thing, dude. How about real quick, John Means of Baltimore, dude? What an absolute bummer oh, yeah, that he um, loses a perfect game, first guy in history on a drop third strike from the catcher uh Uh, they promptly threw the guy out stealing second and other than that dude perfect game and that's unfortunate oof in history that counts as a hit no but it counts as a a runner reaching base even Even though he got eliminated yeah even if you strike him out just because he reaches first base i did see something like that i didn't really even that disqualifies the perfect game yeah Pretty and, then, and, and then immediately they threw him out at second. I mean, he literally faced the 27 guys and they even retired them in order. If you think about it, they threw him out in the base pass before the next guy made it out. So 27 up, 27 down. 
Not a perfect game. That'll be a fun trivia question for our grandkids. Hell yeah. Yeah, just remember the answer, I guess. Then. So I guess we should. Uh, Teddy already it. forgot what I said, I could tell. Oh, of course he did. That's not <laughs> what was his name? Maybe Sean. I guess what we I guess what we shouldn't forget is that it is the Teddy Keys' birthday tomorrow. So we should just give a quick early happy birthday, Ted. Yeah. All right. So be, be the big th- yeah, Ted's gotta go because he's gonna like, wrap it up with the birthday <laughs> wishes so I can ah, ha, ha. Well, yeah, well, happy well, birthday, well, brother. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, happy birthday. Hey Paul, guess what? Catch the ball. He's uh, he hears you. He's in the house. He's in the kitchen. <laughs> Catch the ball, Paul. No, guess what? Ted, go enjoy. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Joe, as always, <laughs> he said screw. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Paul. No, but we are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So subscribe, comment, share, or like. Ladies and gentlemen, Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. Hold on, I gotta get the promo. I'm going, Ted. I'm going. We are out. Yeah. To the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.